Hello and welcome to or back or from the random rant generator. I'm your host Leroy. This is Leroy. I think I've used this joke before, and that's William. And today we're going to talk. Which Leroy are you? Uh, Jenkins, if you must know. Does that make him Leroy Jethro Gibbs? Yeah, probably. I was trying to think of another Leroy reference, but that was literally the only one that came to mind. So you're the you're the paladin. No, no, I'm the you're the paladin. He's the guy from NCIS. Oh, is that a person? Yeah, Leroy Jethro. Leroy Gibbs. definitely said no. No, it's Brown, Brown, Leroy Brown. Me, 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 this damn man in the whole damn town. What is some shit like that? Me, this man in the whole damn town. There it is. Yes, so Leroy is. Brown. Who's that song by? Uh, it's not the Coasters, is it? It's not the Coasters. I don't know. All I've heard oh. that done by is um. It. I, I only heard it in Fallout. I know that. Or is it in Fallout? Yeah, it's in Fallout. Brown, Brown, Leroy Brown. He says by the Coasters. I don't think it's Jim Croix. Jim Croix. Is he black? Uh, I have a black and white picture of him. I don't have a colored picture, so I don't have an answer for you. Let me see it. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) See see how I I was very clear not to give a direct answer right away? He looks... He looks something. Fuck, man. I've never seen someone who does not look like any <laughs> like any ethnicity. I've all right. You know what? That's fair. Uh, okay, so maybe he's, he's like Af- Af- like Iranian. Uh, there you go. There, there's a colored picture. Ah, uh, all right. So he is. He is he? I still can't. <laughs> This one reminds me of defied all of the science. He reminds me of a friend of mine who, <laughs> um. It just refers to himself as D all the above. <laughs> because he has origins that are in... Like, Jim Crochet. This motherfucker. Kreuz. I think it's Kreuz. Is it Kreuz? That's my guess. I mean, C R O C E. That's Jim Crosey. Crosey. Yeah. Well, we were both wrong. I got a buddy named Peter Crosey. He's a DJ. Oh, really? Yep. Is he DJ Crosey? No, he's just. Peter Crossy, yeah. I'm Fuck, not... we're doing a podcast. So... <laughs> uh, we're working our way to Peter, if you're listening, please change your name. Please get a good DJ name. You're an awesome DJ. Yeah, we're definitely, we're definitely, not, we're definitely not going to redo that intro. That was way too. That was way too much. So today we're going to be doing. I don't know. What are we doing, Leroy? Uh, you know what? We're actually we're gonna do a pretty cool thing. We're gonna do um similar to what we did on another episode. Um, I'm gonna give you. We're gonna play this game, okay? Okay. I'm gonna give you a fighting technique, and you are going to inform me and our listeners uh what you believe that fighting technique. To be. I, I know it's a little bit late for this, but I want to play a game. All right. Yeah. Hey, okay. guess what? We're going to play a game. Oh, I'm so, so excited. So let's just say the... Uh, let's just uh, use, for example, one of our favorites is uh, Dragon Ball Z, right? Everybody Dra- loves Dra- Dragon Ball Z. Oh, so Dra- if I were to say, like, Kamehameha, then you would say, oh, it's the move... You know, this is the a, turtle. That is the uh, turtle school uh, move, and its uh, translation is the turtle turtle wave. It is where you hold your two palms in front of you 
hold them back together as if you're charging a pinball machine and then thrusting them back forward and unleashing a giant wave of energy or just a wave of energy that is known to blow up mountains and fucking planets at some point. Nice. Excellent example. Excellent example. So some variations might be, uh, you know, you told us what school it is. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's like a nationality or things like that or a philosophy. Maybe also it could be used, uh, could a Kamehameha be used against one person or every person? It is a smaller target area, but it's also depending on how much energy is being out, like is is, is in the output. Right, yeah. So So that's what we need to, that's what we're going to describe also is, you know, the application uh, on all. On all fronts, all right? Sick, sick, sick. Yeah, right? And so um, the only other thing I can really think of is, uh, um, you know, maybe if, if it's a, some of them will be weapon techniques as well, something you will uh, weapon with. Um, so anyways, just try to identify the sport or, or whatever, and uh, once you both have, I will assign points. And at the end, there's going to be a grand winner uh, who will win a prize. I'll tell you what the prize is at the end. Oh. Uh, on with the game. The game, by the way, is nay is called Techniques Abroad. Techniques Abroad. Yeah, like technique is abroad. Uh, ah. Yeah. It's a or delic- it's techniques across the you know abroad spectrum. Right. Right. Um, spectrum abroad. Yeah. So. <laughs> Hey, I'm curious as to what that is, but I also want to know its relevancy. Oh, I'm just trying to get one to point for who's actually going. But never mind. That's all good. So. Oh, yeah, we can do that. I don't think it's going to go. I'm going to let... Hold that long enough. I'll just pass out. Uh, okay. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. All right, you ready for the first one? Yes, sir. Let's do this. All right, this technique is... Hold balloon. What? Hold balloon. Who would you like to go first? You. Okay. So hold balloon is a technique used in the Scottish School of Fencing, specifically using the St. George Guard, which is one where you guard above one's head. And the hold balloon is a position they hold in when they have more than two attackers coming, which allows them to strike back in a defensive form against either an attacker from... The right or the left. Nice. Wow. All right. All right. That's good. Okay. So I'm going to give you... Hold on. He has to go as well before you get points. I was just going to give you all the points. Oh, okay. I'll take all the points. Okay. So I guess I'll just... That's two. I guess I'll just... (laughs) Two is all of them. That's fair. That's fair. I guess I'll just... Just play on my phone then? No, what's Hold Balloon do? No, no, no. no you got to okay, give so me an opportunity. So far, I've gotten all the points. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are given later, but so far, I have all the points. So, yeah. yeah, that makes sense to me. I'll just go ahead for zero points. Um, fuck, I really wish I remembered that. Hold Balloon. Dr- what? Cobain. Shit. Kurt Cobain? No. Jeopardy guy. Oh, Alec. Alec Trebek. Alec Trebek. There mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. I don't know where Tobain came from. <laughs> so, uh, rock, holding, holding a balloon. It was actually a very popular uh, technique in uh, the late 80s in Germany, 
where a full release of explosive balloons would be uh, 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 would be uh, thrown. This is, of course, a um, it was a uh, 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 it wasn't used in any applicable war, right? It was just a um, it was more of a training idea. But the idea got so popular um, that you know they actually uh, uh, made a couple of references towards it. You might say in the song. But anyway, they take a hundred balloons, which are again explosive devices that they spread throughout uh, 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 throughout the uh, uh, the land, and uh, it's a targeting system where one person will uh, where uh, 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 the balloon that is disjointed from the rest of the crowd is held by a singular uh, by a singular person, and that person will be the one who is annihilated by these explosive balloons. Now, the, again, the application is very. Because, I mean, you got to convince someone to hold a balloon while, like, 99 other uh, red balloons uh, track. While you're it. fighting. While you're yeah. fighting, right? Yeah. While, while, and they're tracking them. And it's, like, very, very conspicuous. There's really no, like, legitimate means in using this uh, advanced, uh, we'll say weapons. Very advanced. Weapon, weapon of war technique. It's, it's, you know, so does he yeah. get the zero points he was going for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're really good. So the attack is of course ninety nine left balloons, but the one holding the balloon is the balloon. Uh, we understood. We understood. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. Did you and you got it? all zero of the points you're going for. Yeah. So congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. I, you called your shot and got it. So, yeah. You even no. got a bonus point. <laughs> A bonus negative point. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you even got a bonus point, which I'm going to take away if you don't stop talking. All right, well, fuck. All right, shit. Yes, I'll just shut the fuck up now. I don't well, need to Oh, well, I guess that's what you're going to get away. Okay, so It's not fair. All right, you can go first on this next one, okay? Wait, wait, oh, what really is hold balloon? Oh, yeah. Hold balloon is a technique in Tai Chi Chuan. Uh, which um, basically you have yeah yeah hand uh, hand around your shoulder one hand around your shoulders one around your your navel and you basically envision a balloon that you're holding there tightly so that you're flexing your muscles but the balloon will not give so it's basically a a movement that helps it, it uh, engages your muscles without you actually having a balloon. Yeah, also, you got it. Yeah, it's, you it's, got it. I, I think they also call it like a dragon ball of some sort. I don't know. And I'm not. I'm that one. I'm only fifty percent certain on. But if All you right. do do it with seven other people, there is legends to say that you will be granted a glorious golden wish. Anywho. So, <laughs> All right. Next one. <laughs> yes. Our next one is uh, the duck under to a high crotch. Duck under to a high crotch. Yeah. All right. So this is actually where uh, uh, this, this is, I, I've seen this a lot, right? So what I'm you sure do, you have. what you do, <laughs> is you crouch, right? All right. So so uh, the, the 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 origin of this is a um, it's actually unknown where the origin came from. It is widely used, and uh, it was more of, uh, used in a lot of underground uh, uh, tournaments. All right. Uh, specifically in very far off places, um, very dangerous lands, lots of fire and volcanoes. Nice. And shit Could like you that. be a, a tiny bit more vague? <laughs> Just like a little bit more vague. <laughs> well, you might say they're different realms. Anyway, okay. so <laughs> All right. so it's when, it's when, 
It's when you crouch and then you put all your power into your uh, uh, into your knees and ankles and then you launch yourself up towards your opponent as well as uh, or, wait, launch your launch your fist up towards the opponent. Uh, you can you you usually the uh, the idea is to aim uh, just like wherever you can hit. Mm-hmm. But uh, obviously this is directly to the groin, and then you launch them in the air mm-hmm. into a pit of spikes. Nice. There's a variation where you do a split, uh-huh. and then you punch them in the groin as hard as possible. Right. And then that's the split to a high crotch, right? The split to the high crotch, yes. Yeah. That's uh-huh. a split, and then you know you of course put on your uh, sunglasses and call it a day. Wow. Well, I award you. You're gonna. I'm gonna give you two points. All right. Uh, for because your vague response was really good, and also another point because you said crotch. <laughs> Dick jokes. I got it. <laughs> so yeah. what I've heard the duck under two high crotch uh-huh. is actually from the UK bare knuckle boxing, and it's now an illegal move that one would when the other would swing at them would duck under this mm-hmm. punch, hence there, and the high crotch is actually a kick mm-hmm. that they would use. And it was a very disrespectful thing to do and traditionally done in a way that would state they were of higher class or they, this fight was not worth their time. Uh-huh. And so they were able to to dodge the person's great attack and they just drop them with one single kick, which, as you know, in bare-knuckle boxing is actually illegal. Yeah. So it's basically a way to end a match that they didn't really want to be a part of to begin with. I see. It's like saying you're not worthy of my time. Exactly. Wow. Oof. Ouch. Yeah. What an insult. And in the, when you really want to be mean, you point the toe and just hit him with the <laughs> with your um, big toe. Traditionally, you'd be wearing like your working boots. It's almost just like flicking somebody in the nut, just like one little. <laughs> thing. Just a nut. Just like, but traditionally, yeah. with like a steel-toed boot. So you know, ah, it's just yeah. the, the very yeah, lightest flicking of metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, that's really cool. That's really nice. Cool. Wow, I think Joel gets. I'm gonna actually give Joel your points. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So, I'm so happy for that. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and give you two more first, okay. so that gives Joel four points for that answer. Wow, that's so. This is basically just like an Ouroboros of some sort, just like constantly consuming its own points. Listen, <laughs> don't question my judging, okay? You're gonna lose all your points. That's cool. That's really fair. That's just say really thank fair. you, Dad. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. A minute. Let's, let's go back to the part where I tell you what a duck under two high crotch is. So, that's, that's fine. That works for me. Uh, duck under two high crotch uh, used in grappling mm-hmm. when two opponents, uh, wrestlers, are uh, tied up, which means like hands are grabbing, you know, Grab. one hand is on the back of uh, the other person's head and the other hand is on somebody's elbow. That's called a tie up. Yeah. Uh, duck under two high crotch, you actually will. Um, very quickly, step to the side. You duck your head out and underneath the elbow, the one that you've got a hand on, you duck underneath that elbow. And while keeping your hand on the other, uh, your other hand is on their neck still, yeah. uh, you duck under that elbow. And so as you duck under, the hand behind their neck pulls them forward and downward. Right, because you just changed levels in order to duck under. So now your body weight and your hand are pulling on the back of their heads, so they have to step forward. And as they step forward into you, you change hand positions to grab their leg mm-hmm. very high near their crotch. Wow. Duck under to a high crotch. Ah, uh, very effective leg attack. 
Um, nice. Hard to set up well because a lot of times you duck under somebody might just knee you, right? Right. <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah. it's like one of those if you got it and nothing else, then you might you might go for it. Or if you know your opponent well enough. Yeah, mine was just a Mortal Kombat reference, so that makes sense. All right. So the next one we got. The next one we got is um, Leaf on the Breeze. Oof. All mm-hmm. right. All right. All right. You All can right. go first. Uh, what's your name? Uh, I believe it's Leroy. That's right. We're all Leroy. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Jim Crosey. <laughs> there you go. That's you, Leroy. Jamiroquai. Uh, no, I'm like, shut up. Your name's Jamiroquai. Leroy. Leroy. Uh, Apparently, I'm Jamiroquai now. You're a paladin? I'm a paladin, yes. All right. Leroy! Paladin song investigator. All right. Or now I'm just Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai, so, the white Jamaican techno band, yes. Leaf on the Breeze. Leaf on the Breeze <laughs> is a um so is a created martial art from the book from the Gold Digger series called Shun Leap. That is a mixture of Elvish well is a mixture of Elvish style of dwarvish martial arts. Ooh. And the Leaf on the Breeze is a specific leg attack used by the um, Elvish person who was raised by the dwarves. In order for them to get high enough, they're able to go higher up, and leaf on the breeze is them basically jumping off the dwarf and then delivering a kick to the face. Nice. So nice. using the, their height advantage to step onto the shoulder and then kick across the face. I see. Requires a teammate? Is that what I'm understanding? Uh, no, it's a one-on-one thing where you use it against the person you're fighting. Oh, their because shoulder. Because they're tall enough to do it. <laughs> yeah. You can't do leaf on the breeze technically in shin leap because you're too short. I as see. a dwarf, but because he also had the additional height, it's a cross in on that. I see. Cool. Yeah, good. All right. I'm going to give you one point. <laughs> you just made that. He did. I did. That's yeah. why he only gets one point. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm smarter than I look, than you look. You're, I'm right. smarter than Tell me all about look. what Leaf on the Breeze really is. Okay. So there's two variations of Leaf on the Breeze, right? There's the initial variation, which is turned, uh, which was taught by eight, uh, 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 taught in ancient China uh, to highly skilled uh, uh, assassins, where they are able to seemingly glide through the air and walk on walk on leaves ever so gently. And uh, they—that's—that's that's the flying leaf, is because they're—they're—they're they're like leaves on the breeze. Mm-hmm. There's also the other variation, which is uh, actually uh, a sort of um, an instinctual dodging technique, where the the artist must clear their mind and become one with the breeze, like a leaf on the breeze, mm-hmm. and as their opponent is displacing the air around them. They follow that pattern and avoid uh, avoid their attacks, seemingly like a leaf. Nice. This is yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like tumbling as the breeze. Yeah, yeah, tumbling with the breeze. That's, oh, that's wow. yeah. That's that's that that's that very. Yeah, you're actually pretty close there. So oh, leaf on the breeze is a sword form, mm-hmm. and it is um, it is from the Wheel of Time, by the way. It is a sword form. And there's not a whole lot known to, about it other than that it's like typically a counter. 
Mm. And so it's like you're saying, somebody's coming at you, attacking you, so you hit them with leaf on the breeze, mm-hmm. and it sounds like to me, as that breeze blows, the Next. leaf tumbles to a void. Sam, yeah, yeah cool. Wait, is All that right, the so Jet Li movie? Huh? Is that the Jet Li movie? No. Oh, okay. No. That was pretty good. All right, I'm going to go ahead and give you three because I liked your answer and because you said leaf. Yeah! Yeah! I don't know if you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm yeah. the judge. Don't judge me. Fair I said enough. leaf when I was looking for leaf. I yes. was looking for it earlier. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I wanted you to say leaf and you did, so you get a point. Yeah. All right. So I got another leave one. Leave me alone. I got another one. You ready? Ah. Yes. This one I think you're gonna like. Okay. This yeah, one's okay. called thrusting fingers, darting hands. Mm. Yeah. So this is actually, uh, this, despite its implications, this is not a sexual technique, right? It's implied to be a sexual technique because it's specifically designed for uh, uh, women in the martial arts. See, what you do is when they're when when the female is coming at when the female is coming at you, and you know I've got. That. Let me, let me rephrase that. So in Japan... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. So, it's the... What was it called again? <laughs> I know this one. I'm just making sure it's yeah. the one I'm thinking of. The one you're thinking so, of is thrusting fingers, darting hands. Right, thrusting yeah. fingers, darting hands. So what I'm thinking of, the real one I was thinking of, I was just joking the first time. The real one I'm thinking of is like there's this thing. It's 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 a it's a Japanese uh, it's a Japanese technique where you sneak up uh, sneak up. It's usually done by friends. You sneak up. You uh you form your uh both of your fingers into that of like uh you, you might say a gun. Uh-huh. Put them together and then you thrust them into uh into, yeah, into someone's you know anal region. Oh. That's the finger. <laughs> Just the region, not Just the, the orifice. Re- I mean, you know, it's whatever. You know, you, you, the idea isn't necessarily to break the surface, so to speak. <laughs> so much as it is to shock and, and dismay. I see. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, uh, uh, so that's the thrusting, uh, um, thrusting, uh, thrusting fingers and darting palm, as because it stings like a bitch. Uh, it's usually for uh, one uh, one-to-one uh, techniques, but mostly a sneak attack. I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To incapacitate someone before they realize you're there. Right, right, That's right. It. To give them the, to, 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 to give them uh, anal leakage. Is this is this technique something that you would use? Um, I would not use with a this. weapon. It is possible to use it as a weapon, although it is, I will say, significantly more dangerous. Significantly more dangerous, because you know, like you got you, get, you you try to shove a weapon up someone's ass. I mean, but that's not the idea. The idea of it is more like a training tool, or to make sure you're keeping your skills sharp and your everything. Voltaire referred to as the thousand year curse. The thousand year, <laughs> no, the thousand was a thousand years of death. Thousand years of death. I think it's thousand years. Yeah, it's thousand years of death. Thousand years of death. That's what Kakashi does on Naruto. All right, you ready? Uh, can I get what the thing was again? Thrusting fingers, darting hands. There's no Thrusting way that's not sexual. <laughs> Thrusting fingers, <laughs> darting hands is actually a matric 
which is an Ottoman fighting style. Oh, uh, like Ottoman technique. Um, there, um, that uses swords and spears. Mm-hmm. And so, thrusting hands is actually the technique um, when you do this with a sword. Darting fingers, if you do it with a spear. Mm. That's how it's defined differently. And it's basically a, um, since they do with a sword and shield, uh, that is a opening with the shield and a thrust along the mm. inside mm. as you come back. Nice. And that's the reason why it's there. It's because it's a quick strike back into a defensive position. Mm. Nice. 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 Yeah, nice. it's the quickness that, that speaks to me. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think that's really great. Okay. Damn. I'm gonna, all right, you got two points. Ah, I'll take them. And uh, Joel got... Uh, Three points. Uh, Sounds good. Um, That's good. I like the I like the use of weapons uh, being included as well because uh, the weapon technique. Because we need more weapons in this world, you know. <laughs> I mean, so. I mean, fair enough. You know, we, we, we should definitely shouldn't stop at tungsten rods for them in space and nukes. That's that's boring. What is that? What is it? Yeah. So, uh, thrusting fingers, darting hands is um, a Wing Chun technique. It's a Ooh. punching, striking technique, and could be used as a block because that's the nature of Wing Chun. Yeah. It's uh, it's essentially a type of strike. It's actually Gu Sao is uh, the uh, you know the Chinese name. Ah. Um, but yeah, it's basically just a. Um, a quickness. It's a. It's very much like Joel described. Actually, it's just like it's a speed technique. So. Gotcha. gotcha, um, gotcha. All right. Cool. I got another one. Um, this one is uh, the rocking step. The rocking yeah. What's step. a rocking step? You want to describe a rocking step? Ooh. Yeah, I can do that for you. All right. So the rocking step is a tahib uh, fighting uh, fighting move. Um, Tahib, as we all know, it's an Egyptian martial art that uses a traditionally a stick along with it that is referred to as um, uh, it, in its fine style. In America, it's referred to as either a stick dance or a cane dance. And make sure it's right. The, um, the rocking step. Rocking step. I was going to say step on rock. Uh, the rocking step is a attack they use in which they drive the stick into your foot, pinning it between there and the traditional rock underneath it, mm-hmm. and it allows them to then um, either do an elbow strike mm-hmm. or a knee strike based on the what you give them. I see, I see. And the idea is that by striking at the foot, because this was done against uh, armed combatants, it would then open guard. Mm-hmm. And based on how the guard opened, whether it opened from the right or left, or based on how you did it, would then give you the opportunity to strike back. Cool. I yes, am the yes. big samurai, and I am here to interfere with your podcast. Wow. Well, that's that's oh actually goodness. very topical. Wow. <laughs> actually, that was. <laughs> what the okay, fuck is going on here? <laughs> you. I think I. I'm not against this. I think she just won the game. Are you just... Well, I'm scared. I'm sorry, you just won the game. It's called the Glow Stick Samurai. That, that, was, that was the right answer. the Neon Glitter Buster. Oh, God. Oh, it's crazy. This ninja just exploded and a bunch of glitter everywhere. Wait, ninja? Where'd the ninja go? Oh, wait, what were you saying? Sorry, confused. Um, Actually, uh, it was a rocking step. 
Yeah, we were talking about the rocking stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because yeah, I've been thinking about it. Well, not thinking about this. I knew this immediately. Mm-hmm. So the rocking step is actually a um, it's a uh, 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 it's a move in uh, a Chinese kung fu called drunken boxing. It's where you uh, you don't you know the the unorthodox style of drunken boxing is uh, to throw off your opponents with uh, peculiar moves. This peculiar move is where you look like you're slipping mm. towards the opponent on your own foot. And then thrusting your fist using the momentum of your falling into uh, into your opponent. So it's a um, it's a rocking step because you're rocking your because the movements of drunken boxing is rocking back and forth. You use the momentum both from both your fall and the rocking for uh, further uh, amplify the uh, power of the punch, which actually can be used in multiple multiple, multiple ways. Multiple ways, both for individuals and more than individual uh, people, yes. Like against uh, individuals or groups, is that what you're saying? Yes. All right, cool. Yeah. Because yeah, you can rock back, fuck, yeah. Rock I back see, back I forth see. And forth. Yeah. You're pretty close there to a rocking step is um, also called a jinga. Uh, yeah, Jenga. Ah, yes. Uh, the art form of Jenga. It literally translates to back and forth or like to swing, like mm. a, pen, a pendulum would Jenga. Yeah. Um, and uh, so the rocking step is the fundamental footwork of capoeira. Ooh. Um, it is kind of like a triangular pattern. Let's say you step to the right real far and then... So now you're on oh, your right foot. Step, now you're on your right foot, and that left foot touches behind you, and you kind of rock a little bit backwards, and then you come back forwards. And as you come back forwards, you step away to the left exactly. Yeah. And then you touch back with that right foot, and so you're always rocking back and forth, and it's so actually mo- perpetuating mo- uh, momentum. Yeah, exactly, and it, it, it's it's really. Um, it's a cool technique. The the constant motion of this footwork makes capoeira very recognizable, um, and it's also it's one of the dynamic it. aspects of capoeira that makes it so effective. Is because it's unorthodox in that regard. The main purpose of the rocking <laughs> step is to prepare the body for any type of movement, whether it's an attack or uh, dodge or is, a faint or whatever. This is a bit of a side note, but I think a great combination of styles would be drunken boxing and capoeira. Yeah. Because capoeira, although it is an orthodox, it does have its peculiar like set motions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But if you add the unpredictability and the wildness of drunken boxing, yeah, like you literally can attack from any fucking angle. Like yeah. it's it's like the wildest fucking style, like drunken capoeira. Yeah, for that. There you go. But that's a big idea, I think. You know, and what you're hitting on, a big idea in both of those styles is um, the misdirection of the movement. Whereas, like in a lot of typical like martial arts, you're just like you're in a fighting stance where you're like ready to move, but you don't necessarily move. Whereas in both of those, 
your movement is your readiness, and then yeah. it's also serving to throw somebody off their guard because capoeira looks like you're dancing. Yeah, is kind of the idea. Is like, why are you dancing in front of me when I'm trying to fight you? And the next thing you know, you're getting kicked in the fucking face, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's how it works. That's how it rolls. Yeah, man. Cool. All right. So that's the that's the rocking step. So the next one, the next one that we've got. Uh, let me pull it up here. This is a good one. I think that you're going to really love this one. Um, <coughs> playing Ivy is what it's called. Who wants to go first? Playing play Ivy or playing Ivy? Playing. Playing Ivy. Yeah, like you play Ivy. Playing Ivy. Shit. Uh, you know, let me, let me look through my, let me, let me go through my mind palace and look through all the files of information that I have on martial techniques and see if there's any inclination on what. What is it again? Playing Ivy. Ivy. Right, playing yeah. Ivy. So, um, this is actually a, uh, term that comes from... Video gaming is when you play Soul Calibur and you play a very specific character named Ivy. Bam. It's one-on-one because Soul uh, Soul Calibur is a one-on-one game. Go. Nice. All right. (laughs) That's that's, that's all I had. Well, I'll just go ahead and put a zero (laughs) on your phone. That's oh, fair. Come on. Actually, he did say Ivy. I did say Ivy, and there is an actual Ivy. It was relevant to an actual right. thing. So we both know that that was incorrect. We both know. We, it was we talked about this earlier. It's actually a farming technique done in the Madang province of New Guinea. A farming just, technique? You're like, yeah, you're just farming like technique. saying things. <laughs> 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 you just, like, just like saying things at this Okay. Well, okay. Okay. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me also add. It can be used as a stealth attack for uh, for ninjas. They just like they they lower a cord while someone's running from a distraction or to a distraction, and then they yank it up when they're coming around and fucking just like choke them out. Uh huh. Like a cord. Like almost like a garage. Yeah. Yes, a garrot wire. Yeah, it's Ooh. like they're playing Ivy because they're still, because you can't see it, and it's really still. Mm-hmm. It's a very tricky technique wow. because it has to be in a very specific area. Wow. They have to have the garrot wire like hanging above their head so you can pull it up. Would it be below their head? Because if you pull up the garrot wire and it's above them, nothing would happen. I mean, maybe you could scalp them. But if it starts above their head and you pull no, it up. No, 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 because it has to be positioned, like, you have to be positioned above their head. Ah, uh, okay. That so, makes more yeah. sense. Alright. So, anyway, how... But as I was rudely interrupted... <laughs> there was more? <laughs> but how? <laughs> but, but, Due to the harsh landscape, because it's basically mountainous and rigid up in the area... Uh-huh. It is the technique they use in order to plant delicate plants, not build, not to have them be damaged. Nice. Wow. Nice. And somebody decided to turn that into some martial art. I don't know how, I don't know why, but like that's what it actually is. <laughs> that's well, that's literally where ninjas came from, so yeah. that's not even a surprise at this point. Um not no martial ways of law. Fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give you both one point. Fair enough. That's um <laughs> for effort, Sympathy. you know, each yeah. effort. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, EA, there is no game. So I, I actually, I cheated on this one. Yeah. That's actually a tantric wow. uh, technique. So a tantric? 
Like baton trick no, catches. Tantra. 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 Like sex. Gross. Okay. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> sex is totally no. gross. Talking with people about sex is totally gross. Unless, I mean, there was like a sexual like, interaction. Like, people should sure. not talk. No, I just don't <laughs> talk about. Shut up! Don't. Usually, don't. usually before sex, people say, Do you want to have sex? <laughs> Do you want to have some sex now? <laughs> I really want to fuck. <laughs> To the tune of <laughs> okay, no, so okay, you ready for the next one? I got it. Yeah, for it. All right, this one. Wait, it wasn't a farming technique. It was not was a farming it, technique. Technically, it no. was. It was a human farming technique. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't you dare! Uh, Dang it, Elsa. Elsa, Eliza, what's her name? Elsa. Elsa, thank you. Dang it, Elsa, why are you so mean to me? I don't know, I've never seen the movie. Oh, you frozen me. Ah. All right, I got another one. Okay. Crossface Cradle. Cross. Crossface Cradle? Yeah. All right. Crossface <laughs> Cradle is a wrestling move done traditionally in Mexican wrestling where you get someone Ooh. into a cradle, which ah. is... A point where they have a knee to their shoulder, and you yeah. hold them in that position. But since it's a cross face, you're actually inverse, and you're doing it from, instead of knee to shoulder, mm-hmm. you're doing it from shoulder to knee. Mm-hmm. Actually, cross face is just how you do a grip on it. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. You got a... Yeah, so this is actually... This is, yeah, this is actually um, a famous move used by one Steven Seagal. Now, I don't appreciate his movies, but I can appreciate his art form. Because if you notice in every single one of his movies, he takes their head. What's it called again? Crossface cradle. Right. He takes their hand, his hands across their face, snaps their neck, and then cradles them softly into the ground like a dying baby. And that's that's where the crossfade cro- uh, comes from. Crossfade, crosscut, fuck it. Steven Seagal has uh, created this art form. It's specifically movie magic, because uh, fuck Steven Seagal. Um, and it's 1B all. 1B all, yeah. Steven Seagal. Yeah. Well, wow, I'm going to go ahead and give you all the points. Good <laughs> answer, yeah. <laughs> for every point, or for every letter in Steven Seagal's name. Yeah, um, well. Yeah, it's glorious. Yes. Okay. Yes, give me more. Well, I gave you 20 because that's as high as I can count. So Fair, fair, enough. Um, fair enough. Joel, you're right behind him, though, because you actually get, like, one less than all the points because you actually described a cross-face cradle. <laughs> so, oh, really? Oh, so that was an uh, actual thing. All right, that's fair. Yeah, so cross-face cradle, you got somebody in a cradle that's a wrestling move. Uh, basically, like, if I was in a cradle, my knee would be up basically against my face. Mm-hmm. And your arms, you know, one arm's behind my head, the other arm's uh, behind the back of my knee, and your hands are locked um, so that you can, you know, cradle me in that position. It's almost like cradling a baby or right. what have you. Except, or a dying man with a snake neck. Except, right. yeah, you're, you're cradling a, a person who's in a weird contorted body position. And the cross-face cradle is... Uh, when you do it in a way with your body position so that one of your arms is also um, mashing into the other person's face. 
Ah. A cross oh. face is a technique where, like, basically, yeah, your forearm goes uh, across their nose or oh. even underneath. Them. Oh, so it's to make them as uncomfortable as possible. Exactly. Really. Yeah, because when you're in that sort of a position, all you want to do is just get out of it. And the yeah. easiest way to get out of it is just let yourself be pinned. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that sucks. It sucks. Crossface cradles uh, a bummer of a move to get put in, and uh, if, I, I, I agree. if you do, you should probably just retire. Yeah, you should yeah. probably just be done from mm-hmm. the whole wrestling scene at this point. That's yeah, weird. I don't know why you're even wrestling in the first place. Yeah, so, you um, it's caught by such a layman's man's technique, layman's layman's technique. Yeah, lame ass technique. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got another one. Oh yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah. Another one. And another one! And now, now your name's DJ Kelly. This one is Embrace the Tree. Oof. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yep. Damn. Uh, Alright. So this is actually an ancient Druid practice where one would stand... Um, uh, Buddha actually learned this technique. Uh, they would stand, sit, meditate, wherever is most comfortable, whatever, however they wanted to push themselves. Um... In place of uh, of a tree that they feel the most spiritual reson- uh, resonance from, this is to teach uh, discipline, stability, and to wear uh, weather any element that comes at you. Mm-hmm. And it's also to become one with nature, uh, nature and the uh, things around you, which is why it's popular. And they see. would stay, and they would stay in a position for fucking days, hours, as long as as long as they can, in the survival rate. Drinking mildew or um, sipping on uh, the dew from uh, uh, from plants and eating bees, and um, they would grow from that and this experience. Nice. Yeah. So it's it's more of a training technique, um, but it's training the mind. Training the mind, right? And the spirit. Mind and spirit, because of course they are pieces of the whole. That's right. I mean, they are they are necessities for the body if you want a power. If you want the power, you need by mind, body. Nice. You want to tell us about embracing the tree? So in wrestling, it's another wrestling move. You apparently like wrestling a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a thing called the hanging tree, which is a move where you get someone's ankles on the second rope mm. um, through, and so they balance themselves and they lay out backwards, and they're in the position called the tree. Mm. To embrace the tree is specifically... Um, the Hurricanes finisher move, where he climbs to the top rope, jumps off, and gives them basically a stunner, but from the tree position. Ooh. Sounds nice. awful. It does sound awful. I mean, to be hit by. Yeah, pretty much. So it jumps out and clears them uh-huh. and stays back. So basically, normally what would happen is you jump and turn around and grab the head and do different things with it. But he does it where he jumps through them because he's the hurricane, the superhero, yeah. and flies through the air. And as he comes down, he's able to reach over the head and as he clears them, grab the head and bring it down there. So it looks like a stunner, which bounces the person back up and they fall off and he's able to pin them. Nice. It's a super efficient one. Like it's only been kicked out of twice that I know of. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Sounds intense. Yeah, that's right. another. It's another tai. Uh, that's another tai chi right. uh, technique. See, I thought it was yoga or tai chi, but I have no idea what it could possibly fucking be. But yeah, there's so many things, huh? Yeah. What's it right. do? 
Um, you know, I don't know enough about Tai Chi. Oh, fuck. All right. I thought you had the description there. Everything. I mean, I've like got us. some Yo. descriptions. Here, I'll follow oh, that. I've got, uh... No, I don't have it. Fair enough. It seems the power of Google compels me. I had it. I just don't know where it went. Anyway. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. So the next one I've got, this is another good one. Um, the cat on hot sand. The cat on hot sand. Yep. I definitely feel like some of this, that's, that's embrace the tree. It's like a power pose. You. Yeah. It's like you're holding, because you're holding, you're treating your trunk, your, your trunk as a tree. Yeah. You're like embracing. What was that called again? So it's like. Embrace the tree. Or the next one. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the next one is um, cat cat on hot sand. Cat on hot sand. Mm-hmm. So that is a Nuba fighting style, um, not fighting style, but move, um, where the goal is to take whoever you are fighting and through a similar to jujitsu body throw, um, but it's instead of being over the top or to the side, you roll with them. You don't release. And the goal of it is to throw them onto the ground and then immediately, with an elbow strike, drive their face into the ground. Ooh, devastating. And so the entirety of it being called, well, now called a a cat on hot sand is when they see it, the person who does the move always lands on their knees. Uh Uh-huh. And the person also is always in the ground, so like a cat landing. Uh Uh-huh. And it's traditionally done in the desert, because that's where Namibia is. And... That is why it's called a cat in hot or a cat to hot sand. Cat on hot sand. Cat on, cat, yeah, on hot sand. Uh huh. Wow. Sick. Amazing. That sounds fucking insane. You're familiar with even, a different sort of. And what's even better is that you can also do it with um, a pole Ooh. or a shortened staff, stave, uh-huh. as well as part of it where you spin and instead of being an elbow strike, what it is, it's a uh, strike from ear across. Ooh. Yeah. Ouch. Put some detail in that shit, huh? Yeah, that's right. good. You're familiar with a different sort of cat on hot sand, right? Yeah, well, uh, if uh, I'm going to bring up my martial technique, or sorry, fuck, Jesus, Scott, uh, experience, technique, martial arts technique experiences, uh, I would say the uh, cat on hot sand is uh, actually where mud hole stomping comes from. It's where when you've got someone on the ground, you stomp in their fucking face, just like using their body as like a small trampoline, just mm-hmm. like jumping up and down, just like patting, like kind of like tap dancing, but like yeah. just directly just. I've just, heard that called a hyper step, by the way, when you're doing it like yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, that's I mean that's also the origin of tap dancing. It's just like that's how they would hurt uh-huh. people when they throw <laughs> them on the ground. It's like that's right, that's right. Yeah, that's that. pretty amazing. Uh, it was originated in Saudi Arabia. Um, and it's a 1v1. <laughs> it's usually considered a, a finisher. Nice. All right, all right. Cat on Hot Sand is a uh, sword form, another sword form from the Will of Time, and it's uh, it's, it's a footwork-related technique. All the There's several from there. Cat crosses the courtyard, cat dances on the wall, cat on hot sand. A lot of cats, huh? A lot of cats, they're all typically things that you're going to do against a group where you need to move your feet fast and be aware of your balance. So, you're not stomping yeah. on people until Cat on hot sand. You know, the, the cat on hot sand, you can even see it. Like, it's just, like, getting the fuck out. You know, when yeah. everyone's like, ooh! 
like somewhere you're running away and shit like that but yeah but you don't run away in martial arts you know <laughs> no you just no you mud hole stomp a motherfucker till he's exactly. bleeding his brains out exactly of right yeah yeah that's 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 how i roll that's how this martial artist works power all right i've got just a few more i think um <clears throat> another one that i've got here this is a real good one the Granby roll. The Granby roll. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Who wants to go first on a Granby roll? I think it... both of you know what the Granby roll is, but I'm just curious who wants to go first on a Granby roll. Dude, no, you went first last time. Anyway. So, um, in the uh, late 70s, there was a little-known show called Gumby. What you don't know is that there's actually a, uh, an extension of the show where uh, Gumby fights a uh, world-ender, and he turned into Granby. And Granby's special move is, of course, turning into a glorious golden blue-eyed god, grabbing, a, uh, grabbing his opponent, enveloping him into his a uh, dewy form, and rolling him, um, much like, uh, what is it, Perseus? Much like the, the boulder that, 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 no, that makes less sense. Much like a snowball? Nope. Mm, much like, like a... Like an avalanche, yeah. It, meets a snowball, think. meets a boulder. What's something? It's like a reverse snowball. It's like you once he envelops them, he rolls them until they've slowly evaporated into nothing. I that's see. that's yeah. And like that's, a rock tumbler. Like a rock tumbler. Just polishes off all the smooth edges, so all that's left is a torso. Right. Exactly, I and see. then and that's actually his uh, that's his ultimate finisher, and that's how he beats um, Griza. Yeah. And that's uh that's a one v uh fucking like however many gummy can stuff into his weird gummy uh, roll like, body roll body yeah yeah, I see. yeah yeah so uh yeah I don't think you could be more any more accurate than that so True. it is from the sixties and seventies that part is correct okay however it is from <laughs> the fifty two hand block also known as jailhouse rock. Um, fighting style in which you take um, the newest person to enter the jail and in attempt to escape for yourself, roll them on the ground into the nearest uh, prison guard. Mm, Copyrized you. by Granby, who was a inmate on six different life sentences for things he did that aren't really worth talking about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But is this is this a Master Ernest uh, special? I just have to know because like I mean, he goes to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's a grandmaster in many um, art forms. I just want to know if it's specifically. This, this is from Ernest commits tax fraud. <laughs> Yeah, and traditionally you roll them down a flight of stairs. Yeah. I see. Um, mm. When you perfect the technique, you roll them up the flight of stairs. Ah, <laughs> that's fucking impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just straight up defied all the physics. Yeah. All right, well, that's, well, that's the reason for one of the life sentences. Because <laughs> the laws of gravity also. It's so. like you killed gravity. I don't even know what to do with that, bro. Gravity like, is enforced very strictly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This ain't no Looney Tunes special, bitch. You're going to obey all the laws. Theoretically laws. Theoretical laws. Whatever. 
So a Granby roll is, uh, this is another wrestling technique. A Granby roll is when uh, you're, you're both on, typically you're both, uh, hmm, the point of wrestling is to, to get and maintain a superior position, right? Body right. position. That's a lot of uh, grappling um, and wrestling sort of things, whether we're talking sumo or jujitsu, right? It's all about positioning. So a Granby roll is when somebody is in an unfavorable position, and instead of doing some sort of a stand-up or sit-out technique, they instead take a compromising position really where well. they dive forward, oh. tucking their head underneath onto their back, in an attempt to get away in basically one of the most outrageous ways possible. And it, it's actually usually pretty effective because it's one of those moves where you're like, why would anybody go in this direction? You're just right. going it's to get stuck. It's a surprise stuck. parkour kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. So if you're, an, if you're good at it, mm -hmm. then you can grab your roll out of some really sticky situations. Mm -hmm. If, you know, you saw Grandy on the internet, uh, Grandy roll on YouTubes, and you decided you want to try it the first time in a match, you're probably going to get pinned trying yeah. it. So fair enough, fair that's enough. a Grandy roll. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. All right. I've got uh, got another one here. You ready? Yeah. Let's talk about Gumby some more. About what? Gumby. Gumby. Okay. This let's one's a good one. Let's not talk about Gumby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one is unfolding the fan. Unfolding. Oof. Mm -hmm. That sounds mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yep. Unfolding the fan. So Joel, I think you're pretty familiar with unfolding the fan. Yes. Right? So um. It, so the move, also referred to by Americans as playing the accordion, mm, yes, yes. Um, is a move from Krav Maga mm. where one literally, eh, pseudo-figuratively, -fig but mostly literally, brings someone's body using the shoulders mm. And it's done with two people mm -hmm. to someone else. They both give very strong elbow-knee strikes. They're compressing someone's body mm -hmm. and then immediately yank the body back. Dear Lord. And when done correctly, you can actually hear the bones in the chest, being the rib cab, crack and compress, Ooh. and they pull it back open. And so if they really want to be – the reason why it's called playing the accordion is if you do it a couple times to someone, it is certain death. Wow. So I, unfolding the fan is the basically pulling the thing back apart to do it again. Yeah, I've definitely seen this in uh, uh, from from the the the, the uh, fighting teaching game Mortal Kombat at least once. The fighting like, teaching fight, game. I try to come up with some. Yeah. Shut up. It's a master <laughs> fucking whatever. Anyway, yes, that sounds. That sounds, you know what? That sounds pretty good. I, I think I think I've heard of a different version of it though. It's actually a combination, right? It's a set because like the 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 initial move is where you, it's like the the initial the the starting move is a throw. You put your leg behind the opponent's leg. You slam their head. You you like you know, you like palm double palm their head mm -hmm. and throw it to the top of the ground. Oh yeah yeah, that one's called the courtier, uh, the courtier taps his fan. 
You're right. That's yeah. the first one. Yeah, that's the first. That's, combo. that's, that's yeah. the first. And then, and so then, then unfolding the fan is. Unfolding the fan is where you jump up and then you land directly. Like you you put your, your heels on their heels as you're landing down. And then you fucking like force them to do like an upside down split. And it's like unfolding, like like it's like it's like unfolding a fan, but too far, and then it just like smacks. I see. Smacks shit. I see. And then it rips right. the fan. Right. It rips the fan and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's and actually. I see. That one yeah. was definitely developed by NetherRealm Studios, um, <laughs> and and uh, uh, and it's for anyone who wants to catch these hands. I see. Nice. All right. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> or these you. fans in the in this in 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 this, hey. in this Yeah. Um. That's, that's the so, best. That's the best I've got. That's good. Y'all both did really good. I'm just yeah. gonna go ahead and give each of you 100 points. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. I'm feeling really. You know, I'm feeling really stingy at this point. Otherwise, it would have been like three or four hundred. But we're just gonna leave it at 100. Eric, you got a slim lead right now. Okay, I'll take it. So this last one, we're going to do one more, and this one's for all the marbles, okay? So, um, whoever gets this one wins. I mean, the rest of them didn't matter anyways. Yeah. This one's called Checking the Watch. Checking the Watch. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is what... Usually, older males do, we'll say, over you know, over their 25s do, when they're trying to imply that something is taking either way too long or is really just unbearable for them. Mm-hmm. So that they can subtly imply to the rest of the room or company that they are dissatisfied with the current function. And this does a lot of psychic damage as it feels as though that the rest of the room has to change it up a bit or for the initial mm, martial artist to uh, be to 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 feel uh, a welcome in the environment. Mm-hmm. This is actually a mass. This is this can be done in mass or in, in uh, with individuals, mm-hmm. but it is usually highly effective. I see. Yeah, lots. That's very. It's very. Uh, very. Uh, uh, yeah. Very. So it's more of like a technique that what I'm hearing is more a technique that like is a a mind game. Right. Yeah. It's a mind technique for your mm-hmm. mind. Martial, martial arts. Yeah. Martial like, mind arts. There you go. Intellectual arts. Intellectual arts. Intellectual yeah. copyrights. We got there. Yes. Intellectual property. Property of the arts. Trademark. <laughs> TMTMCR. Please don't trademark things. It costs too much money. I, I mean, I want to tell us about checking Our wonderful viewers are going to pay for it, right? Guys? going to pay for it, right? going to give me money? Give us money, right? Yeah, they'll give us money. What was your uh, What was your take? Checking the watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that is a traditional thing done in what's called dad foo. <laughs> nice. Um, in which, um, it is used at the end of a dance recital <laughs> in order to know the proper way to get home afterwards, in which to avoid all of the undesirables. It is mm. a very difficult skill to master. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to use, but to truly use it in the proper way in order to get the true power of dad food behind you mm-hmm. takes 
years upon years to master. And most dads become granddads before they're able to actually master dad food. And what they have learned, they hand off to their son in the hopes that one day their son or son-in-law will be able to master dad food and be able to use checking the watch it also really appropriately helps. for that one time that mm-hmm. it matters. Mm-hmm. It, it also really helps to have all seven dad bowls to uh, to, to, to help amplify your powers and dad food. You said dad bowls, like dad B-U-L-L-S, bowls. right? Dad like you need bowls. a whole herd of <laughs> seven dad bowls. Seven dad bowls. I mean, you need seven, seven sparring mates, and so bowls are just the thing that makes the most sense. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, that's that is that. Thank you very much for listening into this episode. It was great to get to know you while you got to know us. Do you want to know what no. checking the watch actually is real quick? Oh, oh sure. Yeah. It's a block in Wing Chun. Basically, you extend your arm in front of you. Your elbow comes out basically straight in front of your shoulder. And your hand goes kind of diagonal and down, and it's very much like it sounds. You're just checking your watch. And it's supposed to be in a relaxed manner like that. You're just checking your watch. Oh, yeah, look at the time. You're a boring person to fight. You're a bitch. (laughs) I didn't know it was bitch o'clock. Oh, I guess it is. Bitch. That's no, all I got. Not, not you. I was talking metaphorically. Oh, yeah. That's all I got. That's all we got. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, thank you for tuning in again, I guess. You know what I mean? Maybe next time we'll learn more Kung Fu. Uh, we love you. Stay safe. Enjoy your days. And goodbye. Bye.